Welcome to In The Zone, everyone. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. For those of you listening, if you don't know, this is a podcast where we dive into the world of skill acquisition, mental focus of being in the zone, and also various training zones. I'm your host, Garrison Roy. And we got different variety of segments on this podcast, right? We have rants, interviews, mental minutes, and deep dive educational uh, explorations here. And that's one of them that we're going to be doing today is that deep dive, Um, you know, but if you're new to this, all I ask you guys to do is to share the show if you find anything of uh, value that comes out of this and, you know, feel free to post that or send it to someone that you might know. But for today, I'm going to get into another study here, deep diving into how consuming protein before bedtime can see how it can potentially boost your training results, right? So, and again, the full study will be in the show notes here. So you guys can take a look at that, but I'm sure you guys have all been around, you know, and this is no, no new topic really, but you know, here, some people say like, Hey, you need to get those protein shakes, uh, you know, right after you work out or you have that anabolic window, which you know, turns out it's kind of eyewash anyways. <laughs> uh, but, you know, no one ever really talks about pre-sleep protein ingestion. Right? They talk about it post-exercise, but nothing really before then. And this study actually suggests what you eat before you go to sleep might be a missing piece in the puzzle for just overall muscle recovery, especially after high endurance type of exercises, right? So like going to hypertrophy, you're going to fatigue. So think of this as like your early off-season training. So we'll dive deeper into this findings here, but they revealed that ingested before sleep significantly it boosts myofibril and mitochondrial protein synthesis, right? So if you guys go back to science class, mitochondria, right? Powerhouse of the cell, myofibril, basically the myofibrils, actin, and myosin that are helping the muscles contract, right? And this is going to be a game changer for athletes, especially for those who are trying to put on muscle, right, and help recover. But here's the twist. It's also with two popular protein sources, casein and whey protein, right? For those of you who don't know, casein is known for its slow digestion and sustained amino acid release over time. And it's been favored in the past to be that pre-sleep protein powder. But what the results are seeing is that this is actually challenging that. But, you know, I think, and this is just my personal opinion, if you do either one or whichever one you have, you're going to be just fine. But whether you prefer that slow release or the rapid rise of amino acids from whey, they're still both going to be effective to support you during sleep. But um, the evidence that protein ingestion can actually 
help with mitochondrial protein system synthesis. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. Uh, it's really more that uh, it's going to help optimize everything during that sleep or during that recovery, right? And it might actually be helping with improved gains in lean muscle mass, right? So especially if you're trying to shed fat, that's something that you really want to uh, definitely try. But again, take it with a grain of salt with any research that you see, right? Like, again, you got to look and see how many people were in the study. And again, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of dive into this a little bit more if you're interested. But although while the study kind of leans more towards that whey protein, right? There's still a lot more to kind of uncover through all of this. And, you know, I think it's more person dependent, depending on what that person is actually going to react to or what they're responding to. And this might lead to another podcast here later on, but it's very similar to creatine, right? There's 20% of the population that actually does not respond well to creatine monohydrate or any of the other various forms of creatine. Why that is, I honestly don't know. You can ask God about that one. But, you know, you have some people that respond really well, probably through whenever they eat it, uh, you know, in protein sources, and they don't necessarily need that. That could be a possibility. Or maybe they're just, you know, non-responders. They don't have something that helps accept all of that uh, creatine, right? But it's it's something that I would definitely experiment if I were you especially whenever you're trying to pack on some muscle. That right bedtime snack could be a big difference for you as far as increasing hypertrophy because they did also have a placebo while they were doing on this. And there was there was definitely a significant difference between the two casein uh, and whey and then that placebo. So try it out for yourselves, guys. And if you got any questions on this or have any thoughts, right? Again, I'm not a certified nutritionist. I'm just kind of throwing a study in your face and saying like, hey, look at this. This may or may not be valid. I don't know. Try it out for yourself. But stay in the zone.